Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone else out in the world. Welcome to right. the next episode of the Super Nerdcasters. Yeah! No one's else gonna clap. I am your host, Nick, and joined with me is Ezra and Jake. I'm Jake. Yeah, me, I'm Nick. <laughs> Nick, you're gonna confuse everyone. <laughs> I'm actually I'm Nick. I'm actually Jake. Nick's the other guy with the voice, and Ezra. We've yeah, got the voice. Yeah, I'm, I'm Nick. That's me. The trio. So someone told asked We're me. All Nick. Someone asked me a while ago. They're like, I'm reading your podcast description on dis or on Spotify. I noticed that you have a guy named Jacob. Where is he? And. I'm like, that's a great question. So in my description, I put a fourth member, because I thought we would have a fourth member by now. But unfortunately, he has technical difficulties. So he hasn't been able to join us in the first three episodes of the Super Nerdcasters. Just vibing in the Shadow Realm? Yeah, he's just vibing in the Shadow Realm. But I promise you, at some point in history, maybe episode 10, maybe episode 20... Maybe episode 375, Jacob will finally be with us. Now, since Nick is the host today, he has come up with a beautiful, beautiful topic for us today because make up for the lack of topic that we had last episode. I'm great at thinking of topics. I don't know what you're talking about. No (laughs) fingers pointed at anybody. No fingers pointed. But Nick, would you care to tell us today at the square table of medium lighting what the topic is? Medium lighting. Well, I'm Nick. I'm uh, your friendly neighborhood uh, tabletop gamer who spends all of his money on cardboard I don't need. I've come up with a topic in my adventures on the table that uh we should talk about the the soundtrack of life the sole music of each and individual game entertainment media etc etc genius oh me being a musician um this kind of excites me i love talking about gaming music any kind of gaming music I, my opinion on what has the best gaming music, that will be saved for later. I don't want to share it now because that'll lead to discussion. But we need to talk about some things. Ezra, Nick, how's your week been since last episode? Have you guys been up to lately? Tired. That's it. Well, I've had a <laughs> had a pretty fun and exciting week. I uh, had Jake over at my house. We had a great time playing some miscellaneous games, showing off some of my spicy deck techs. Um, Pokemon and I'm super game. excited for 
Pokemon, yeah. Um, I'm super excited for next week's adventures. Uh, I really have been working hard so that I can come home and hardly work. I like that. I've kind of been doing the same thing. I've been picking a lot more hours up at work lately. Um, so I've been able to make that cash money, baby. Which, my week has been great. <laughs> I, uh, recently had my car's alternator die on me. But I got that fixed. Um, lots of hundreds of dollars later. But it's okay. You know, that's life for you. But in between the time, yeah, I took it, it broke down. I took it to my mechanic two days later, got it fixed. But in between not having a car, I work 20 minutes away by car from my house. And so walking isn't really a possibility because that's like an hour something walk. And most of my shifts are early in the morning, like 6 a.m. So I'm not going to get up at 2 and walk down the road from like 3 a.m. and get to work by 5. I'm not going to do that. So I've been taking the bus. I've noticed lately bus fare has been free because of COVID. And I've noticed that there are some weird I mean weird people on the bus. I mean, this one dude, <laughs> this happened today as I was coming home from work. This happened today. This guy gets on the bus and he's staring at me. He's like staring me down. He's just like, I see you and I want you to just know that I see you. And I'm trying to avoid as much eye contact as possible because I'm afraid he's going to do something if I make eye contact. So I'm like, you know, doing a little like, like shift eyes. Like I look at him and look back, then like look at him and look back. Oh, bye bye. Yeah, exactly. And he's just like, he's staring me down. And so I turn to my side a little bit and like pull out my phone and start texting people and watch videos and whatnot on YouTube. And then... Out of the corner of my eye, I see him doing something, and I, like, glimp, glaze up, not directly at him, but glaze up to where I can have a full visual of what he's doing, and he's doing, like, weird hand signals with his hands. Like, he's, he's moving his hands in weird pattern ways. I'm just, like, I'm sitting there going, I'm going to die today. This is that guy. <laughs> He was sitting on the He's bus. He's like, monster. I know. He's like gonna cast a spell. He's gonna do something. I have no idea. And the other guy, he was sitting across from me in the seat next to me, and he's 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 rocking back and forth, and he's screaming at the wall about how much he hates his stepmom. And at first, I thought, oh, he's just talking on the phone, but then I realized there was no physical objects in his hand that had to do with the phone it's no phone so then i'm like well he's gotta he's gotta be you know talking his earbud well luckily i was sitting in an area where the angles i could see both of his ears where he turned his head and in one ear no earbud turns his head i can see the other ear no earbud and i'm like this dude is talking to the walls about how much he hates his stepmom and he's rocking back and forth. <laughs> uh, I'm so glad I got my car back because I'm never taking the public bus again. Fun fact, <laughs> I take the public bus almost every day. I know you do. 
Dude, remember? <laughs> remember, like, three years ago, before I got my car, we took the bus to, like, different malls, and then we ended up missing the last bus because we were on the other side of the street? Yes. <laughs> oh, man, that was a good time. That was a great time. Mm. Wasn't that early this year? No. Maybe. Are you sure? I don't I'm know. I'm pretty sure it was. I, it felt like it was forever ago. You could have been early this year. I don't know. I don't know. Um, other recent nerdy things. I think the season finale of What If came out. I'm not too sure if it's the season finale, but it pretty much played like a season finale, and I'm not going to say anything because it just came out today, so you guys haven't watched it yet, but it's pretty great. Like, if you thought the series was bad up to now, yeah, right now, it made up for the rest of the episodes. That <laughs> Thor episode was pretty great, though. I can talk about the Thor episode now because... Everyone's had a chance to see it. It's been a week. They're on the next episode. People move on. So spoilers for the second to last episode of What If. That is if you don't mind me talking about it, Nick. Oh, I don't care. I so I assume that it's I so as far as I understand, it's literally just the question: What if? Like, what if? What was it? Thor's uh, only child, or something like that? Yeah. What if Thor was an only child? Um, he ends up. So they're they're saying like the the origin of how he became to how he is in this episode they're saying that because loki was with him thor was able to become the adult character you know like the mature one he was able to become the worthy one and that's how he was able to take his father's throne but without loki thor became like the whatever kind of guy you know he was like well whatever and that's cool and then by the time he became a teenager he was the party at like the party guy he hosted parties when his parents weren't home and all of that so his mom goes out on vacation and his dad dies and heimdall's watching him and he's like well i'm gonna go where heimdall never looks and that's midgard and so he takes him and his friends to earth and this is like during the first thor movie so it's before the avengers and so he takes his friends to Midgard, and they just throw the biggest alien party ever. Like, they, like, drink alcohol, and Thor has that power where he can make infinite alcohol in a mug. So, like, they drink infinite alcohol, they invite everybody, so the Guardians of the Galaxy is there, Thanos is there, Howard the Duck is there, the Collector is there, <laughs> the Jeff Goldblum character from Thor Ragnarok is there, Korg is there, like, everybody is there. And oh, I love Goldblum. Shield is like, Shield is like upset because they're like this. All these aliens are coming to Earth to Las Vegas just to party. Like they're at Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then there's like a scene where Surtur, the big demon villain from the third Thor movie, is like putting his arm around the Statue of Liberty. He's like, "Hey, baby, I got crowned too." <laughs> Jeez. It's like this whole comic, this whole comical episode it's meant to be taken a joke. Shield calls. <laughs> Nick Fury ends up getting hurt 
because of the party. Like, some alien just throws him across the planet, and he ends up in a coma. So, uh, Mara Hill, or Maria Hill, becomes the acting director of S.H.I.E.L.D., and she pulls out the little thing that calls Captain Marvel, and Captain Marvel starts beating the crap out of Thor, but then Thor's like, wait a minute, I'm the strongest Avenger, so he just beats the crap out of Captain Marvel. And then... They end up living happily ever after. And then the Watcher goes, oh wait, I spoke too soon. And this portal opens up, and out comes this... Ultron-like... It, it's, it's Vision wearing an Ultron suit with the Infinity Stones across his chest. <laughs> it looked pretty freaky. And he had like a robot army behind him. So that was the Thor awesome. episode. <laughs> Ezra, did you fall asleep? No. You just haven't talked to me at all during this podcast. Like you've said maybe a minimum of two words. I've been awake the whole time. Oh, okay. Two two words, Sam. Yeah, this is a me and Nick podcast. Ezra didn't isn't here today. She's just <laughs> not here. So movie soundtracks. Let's talk about that. You, you didn't even let Ezra do his day. Oh. You let me do it first and then I mean Ezra, Ezra said tired and then stopped. Yeah, Ezra had a chance to speak. There was a pause in Talk, Ezra. Talk. Tell us about your day. Your week. Tell us about your week. I'm tired. <laughs> That's how my week is going. Anything exciting happen? No. Anything. Interesting. I had I had Taco Bell. Oh. Nick works at a Taco Bell. <clears throat> Se- segue into Taco Bell. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Next up on food theory. Okay, guys, I'm gonna tell you a little something about Taco Bell. Here's a secret. Alright? They don't put meat in their tacos. Order the trough. No, no, everything is. <laughs> order the trough. Yeah, don't order the trough. <laughs> um, we, we also call that the, uh, the, 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 the employee salad. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, interesting Taco Bell. I had a pretty great day. Why is that? In the back. I just I was in the back, so I didn't have to like, like make food or deal with customers. Um, not that the customers are bad. I have a lot of great customers that that come through the store, um, like normals and stuff. But I was just pretty much in the back, and I forgot my marker today, and so everything that like I was trying to mark, I had to borrow people's markers. And I guess there's this, like, stigma of markers where, like, and this is, this goes for, like, any job that you ever go to is, like, it's my marker, so you better give it back to me. So I'm, like, asking to borrow this person's marker so I can mark this thing. Then I gotta borrow another person's marker because I gave the first one back. So I did that, like, four times today. I borrowed, like, six. 
you don't want to like, double marker borrow from someone. Yeah, <laughs> and I guess that's what I get for for leaving my marker at home. All right, so I have an interesting story about work today. Um, so we we do drive up or we do pickup orders, you know. So we have like you know, people will pull up in the pickup spot and we take it out to them and whatnot, yada yada yada. So we have like this whole section of the parking lot dedicated to pickup orders. And there are signs everywhere that says no parking, no parking, no parking, no parking. It's only for people who have pickup orders. Well, the occasional person thinks, you know, the rules don't apply to them. And they, <laughs> oh, sorry, I just like got something stuck in my throat. They, uh, they think the rules don't apply to them. And they're like, oh, this, this must be a great parking spot to, you know, just whoop, pull up my car and go in and start shopping. So, one of my many thousands of jobs at Target is to go outside every once in a while and collect shopping carts that are in the cart corrals. Um, and we have a, we have one of those remote cart pushers that, like, you can hold up to 25 carts on a, on the pusher at a time. So, it's a pretty nice device. I love it. And it's, it has a remote control. So you can be at the front of the row of carts and press the button while the back pushes it and then you use you use the first shopping cart of the row to, you know, steer it so you can turn it around into the in through the parking lot and everything. It's a pretty nifty invention. And when I worked at a Kroger store, we didn't have that. They used a belt or whatever to like link up seven carts and push those in, which yeah, yeah. must be a pain in the butt. But this electronic cart pusher is phenomenal because you can hold up to 25 carts, and sometimes that's the whole parking lot on a good day. But, um, so I, it was my turn to get the carts, and there was, there was a car parked in the pickup spot. And I know it was parked in the pickup spot because there was nobody in the car. And so I'm like, I, I hate when people do it. And there's signs all over the place that say no parking. And I've been told by upper management, you can, if you see the person, you have the right to say, hey, no parking here. There's signs can all over the place. you break their windows? <laughs> no, you can't break their windows. Okay, so the way that the parking lot or the pickup spot is designed is there's, you know, two parking spaces facing each other. And there's like maybe six, six sets of those. Um... And then there's little stands, like little, I guess, signs in between the space that has the space number on it. So when they pull up, they pull out their app, they type in the space number that they're in and send it to you so you see it on your app. Well, so there's a sign there. So a car, if they're parked, they can't pull forward if something's behind them because the sign is there. So I decided I'm going to leave my cart pusher right here slightly offset or off like slightly adjacent to the car and then start my lining up my rows of carts and I did just that and the carts the row of carts ended up being behind the car so the car couldn't back out or couldn't pull forward and actually the customer or guest we call them guests at Target the guest Came outside. What? 
They're not always customers. I know, they're guests. <laughs> the guest came outside and went into her car as I was, you know, holding her up from backing out of the parking spot. And she sees that there's carts behind her and she has this frustrated look on her face. But she's like, okay, maybe he'll leave. And in my mind, I'm aware that she's there. And I'm aware that she's going into her car because she wants to leave. And I'm like, this is perfect for my plan. I look at my row of carts, or like my row that I have. And there's like maybe nine carts on it right now, and I can hold up 25. And I look at the corral that I'm staring at, and there's no carts in it. So then I like look around the parking lot, and I see on the way other end, there's like another nine. So I just leave the cart pusher and the row of carts there, and just and just walk across the parking lot i hear her honking her horn because she wants to leave and i decide to walk across the parking lot to grab more carts and then i take the row i bring it back she's staring directly at me through her window with the with this massive like anger in her eyes she rolls down her window she's like are you gonna be moving this soon I push the carts in and walk to the other side of the parking lot without saying anything. <laughs> I push the carts in and just leave and walk to the other side. There's like maybe we have like these kid carts that has like a little seat where you can sit two kids in. It's like this much bigger thing. There's one on the other side of the parking lot. So I walk way over just to grab it. She's hawking her horn. She's getting mad. And now I look at her and she like I look at her car and she's trying to like back out really slowly, pull up really slow, like back out a little bit, pull up a little bit, back out a little bit to like wiggle her way out of the parking space. It was the most hilarious thing <laughs> I ever did today. And you do that. Huh? Why did you do that? Because you're not supposed to park there. And people just don't realize, like, they need to be taught a lesson. So <laughs> I felt like I taught them a valuable lesson for parking in the wrong spot. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be bashed now. You're going to be like, well, I was at Target. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's okay. okay. <laughs> I... I I the security guard later on she she comes out of her office and she's like so I noticed you did something and she, I'm like in my mind I'm like oh no I'm gonna get in trouble and she's like I found that really funny because <laughs> their job is to watch the cameras so she saw it happening <laughs> that's funny yeah alright so about soundtracks about music Our, well, I mean, what are we going to talk about first? Do you think we th think we should talk about some video game soundtracks? What we think is the best? I'm a personal sucker for Terraria soundtracks. And I know we talked a lot about Terraria last episode. So I'm not going to get too much into it. But the music, in my opinion, I know a lot of people are like, in my opinion... The Terraria soundtrack is unique because the artists who make the soundtrack, I think Relogic just does it, um, they, there isn't, like, 
actual instruments i mean there is you know okay it's all electronic obviously but there's a lot of like sound effects that they use for the music and people who play terraria are like i know exactly what he's talking about like there's it's hard to describe and it's so it's it's fun it's not your conventional instruments is that what you mean yeah exactly and it's it's like it's a funky it's got a bop to it like i've caught myself bopping to terraria music if we didn't get copyrighted <laughs> i would have a whole bunch of terraria music just being played right now but you copyright a thing so relogic's gonna be like <gasps> is it like is it in a, like a two-bit style as but well like it's called like it's undertale called, and stuff like that is it similar it the i think the proper term's retro bit because it's trying to portray retro gaming music but yeah it's essentially yeah. that i'm going to send you because I can't play it through the podcast. So I'm going to send you a, like, sample of Terraria music. Just so... Well, I've, I've, played, with, I've played Terraria with you a little bit. Yeah. And it does have a really catchy sound to it. I didn't know about the, like, sound effect thing. That seems like a cool concept where it's, like... Because I, I picture, like, somebody in a room, like, with a celery stick, breaking a celery stick... Oh, no, to they, a microphone they use, and like they use mixing retro- that or they, something yeah i mean it's all it's all electronically done i don't think there's any um acoustic recording like breaking a celery stick that would be cool but yeah that, that's all those, those always kind of interest me is like the um the videos where they do like the sound effects for movies and stuff and they have like the like they're they're scratching the sand against the metal sheet for rain or something like that like that would just be an interesting way of making music is just having like really weird unconventional sound effects that you're kind of making the music around so back when i was when i was in high school that was actually a big interest of mine at one point was wanting to like make sound effects for movies now it's all done digitally i mean you wouldn't I mean, I'm pretty sure some movies will do, um, like, will still do acoustic sound effects, but a lot of stuff is all digital. I was watching this, uh, Well, most of it's already done. Did you know? Yeah, I know, exactly. Did you know a blast, like, the original blaster from Star Wars was done through a slinky? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Just like, just like TIE Fighters are... Are uh, they're, they're planes? Yeah, they're they're World War Two planes. They're modeled after like videos of World War Two planes and stuff like that. George Lucas really loved World War Two, and so pretty much like everything is very like World War Two style, down to even like the script and movie and production line of everything. He's very very big fan of how World War Two, like the history behind it and the. The certain battle scenarios and and the sound effects like i think almost all of the starships in that game are all based off of like real planes during world war ii well yeah i think the original trilogy was supposed to be basically world war ii but space themed speaking space, yeah. speaking every galaxy different world yeah different time speaking of star wars john williams that that guy is a composer that guy is a genius composer. I remember back in high what is, school. Uh, John he's the composer for Star Wars. He wrote. Oh yeah. Recorded. 
yeah, he wrote the music for Star Wars. Um, I remember back in high school, we were handed the original soundtrack um, for Emperor, The Empire Strikes Back. And it was tough for us to play because it's that that piece most star wars music is written for um like really advanced players and back in high school we're like intermediate players we're not the best of players for music and it was tough and i got the timpani role um if you don't know what a timpi timpani is they're big heavy tunable drums that have their they they're under the bass clef and they have a each drum has a pedal that when you put your foot on the pedal you angle it and it tunes the drum to the pitch you want it to be most band most uh, orchestras use four some use six I've seen some that use two um, the best example of like what you would hear a timpani in you ever guys you, you know the you know the theme for 2001 a space odyssey the like da, 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 da. and you hear the timpani in the oh, back yeah, going yeah. Doo, 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 doo. that's what a timpani is um oh nice yeah, yeah. and s songs like i i used to play that my senior year of high school every role i picked for our concerts were timpani because i just loved doing that i like taking the sticks and hitting as hard as i can making that doo, 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 doo kind of sound but like when you're playing star wars you know because star wars a lot of people who aren't you know musically inclined can hear what you hear when you're musically inclined and a lot of like star wars has a lot of um oh my god what's the word it's got a lot of like trills so because it's like the the i'm really drawing a blank right now the imperial march it's there's a lot of like trills in there so you gotta play it fast you gotta hit things fast i remember playing on the timpani i had to be like and i'm like how do you do this yeah, it's well. That's so. My brother um, is a drummer. So am I. and so with drums, I'm not exactly sure what it's called, but they're called like double reverberation. So like you use the movement of the of the stick to hit, you can... and then when the drum is bouncing back, you're going back for a second hit, and it creates like a like basically doubly as quick. You're and gonna... so that's how you get like a. I forget what that's called. You're gonna laugh because the technical drum term for that is called a diddle. Diddle. Okay. Because you, it's it's where you hit the stick, and it bounces and then hits a second time. Um, yeah. I remember like when I was in sixth grade, they taught us how to do that, and a lot of people couldn't do it because if you, you have to control it enough where it only hits twice, so it will go like, like that. I don't know if you heard that. Because <laughs> I pounded on my desk, but yeah, you, you're like it, it's like a it's like a double hit, it's a, like that. But you're not physically hitting the stick twice; it bounces and hits the second time. And a lot of people, when they try to do it, they 
they'll let their stick go and you'll get like and that's not what you want you want to control it and get that double rebound like what you were saying a yeah. Um, so I'd assume that's how you get that faster, is it just is. to It is, and it's all about how you hold the stick. But when you're going from one timpani to another timpani, because it's multiple notes, then you're like... Um, when I was in marching band, I actually played one of the hardest drum instruments in marching band, and those are called... They have different names. Some schools call them tenors, other schools call them quads. Um, and they're essentially... They're, they're a set of four or six drums that you play, that you carry with you. You've got the four big drums, and then you got two tiny drums called Spocks. Some have one, some have two, and some have none. My high school had two. So it depends on what school you went to, and what how rich your school was, you know, how many Spocks you Or had. intensity. Yeah. yeah. The Spocks were like the high, they were tiny drums, so they had a higher note. You know, you hit them, they're like... And they're like really loud <laughs> and everyone knows when you're hitting Spock <laughs> like everybody knew that um, and that's that's how I got better at timpani was because when you played the quads you were doing you know things as and here's another funny drum word paradiddles and diddles across multiple drums so you had to make your stick rebound not only hit twice on one drum but you had to make it hit once and then bounce over to the next drum and the thing about drums is they have rims, so you don't want to like have your stick hit the rim because that sounds nasty. You want it clean, so you, not only do you have to make sure your stick goes high enough over both sets of rims to hit the second drum, but you got to make sure it sounds clean, and sometimes you got to do it quick. And so that was the yeah. challenge. Timpanis don't have rims, so they can they can do stuff like that. And Ezra. You were you were you were in drum lessons with me back in fifth grade. You you know what paradiddles were? Yes. <laughs> we uh we had this cool um we had, we had this my we went to a charter school back then and they didn't have a music program until later on we were nice enough to get this drummer who came in to teach you know students how to play drums. And I think there was another one for violin, but that was it. Those were the only music things we had. There, if you wanted to learn an instrument, you would have to like learn somewhere else, you know? Yeah. And Ezra and I, I we, think... we did it together. Yeah. Well, for the for the band nerd stuff, I mean, I definitely, like, I never was really good at one particular instrument. I played, um, I was never good at the technical stuff. I did play, um, I played viola in, like, middle school, elementary, and then in high school I played guitar. Viola. Um, I also played clarinet in between. Can I call you Squidward? What? I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, no, I legitimately played clarinet for Squidward. That's good. And, because, well, I like jazz. Yeah. Weirdly enough. Like, my taste in music is absolutely insane. I know, you're like, so, you're just rap nerd, and then jazz. <laughs> yeah, and jazz. Uh, I, I listen to classical stuff, too. Like, obviously, I love Star Wars. It's very classical orchestra style. Well, that's, yeah, it's um, all so orchestra my, genre music for most. Exactly. So, I'm going to pick, um, I'm going to pick for my favorite, uh, definitely Star Wars. Um, Duel of Fates is a beautiful piece. I absolutely love 
um, all of Star Wars music, even down to the new stuff, is really good. That's still um, John Williams doing it, too. Exactly. Well, Williams is, I mean, um, he made bank. Never really put a name to him. Yeah. But I, uh, I, uh, what surprised me and what I was going to mention in this whole scenario, I don't know if you guys have ever played Rocket League. I have. That's got Either you guys play Rocket League? It's surprisingly good. And like, like I said, I come from hip hop. And so it's got that kind of hip hop, like upbeat, like, you know, drums and and uh, synthesizers kind of bringing everything up to like a like a hyped like you're playing a soccer game. Right. So it's got that like soccer game feel to it. Um, so that was one thing I wanted to bring to the table was kind of some underrated soundtracks too, um, uh, like Rocket League. So actually, Jacob and I started playing this when we went to your house last week. Um, there's a game on mobile and you can actually get it on steam i think it's like 3.99 and i used to play it in high school all the time it's called geometry dash and it has oh, yeah. it has it has music from newgrounds so like whatever people uploaded to newgrounds back then it was put into other games like i think the one level's called jumper that song is also used in um Castle Crashers, where you like go into the forest and it's like, like definitely not a forest song at all. Like if you you listen to Jumper, you're like, this is a forest song. It doesn't seem like a forest at all. <laughs> but Geometry Dash, <laughs> um, that that has a lot of techno music, like a lot of electronic music, sometimes dubstep music, and I love the soundtrack for Geometry Dash. Um, I remember back when I did YouTube videos, shout out to my channel, Jake Z Great. Back when I did YouTube videos, I actually took a song called Hexagonal Force, which was one of the levels of Geometry Dash, and it was this really cool song. Um, and I used that as my outro because I thought it was pretty, pretty catchy. And of course, Water Flame. That's like the artist, his name is Water Flame. There's like three artists that were involved in the music making of Geometry Dash is like Water Flame, DJ Six, and then some third guy that I'm totally drawing a blank of. Um, <laughs> but I feel like that game had some great music to it. And the, I mean, for those of you who don't know Geometry Dash, or even the game that it's based off of, the Impossible game, it's basically just a game where you're a cube or a square, or a 2D, two dimensional square. And you're jumping over spikes and trying to just get from the beginning to the end of the level by jumping over the obstacles just by simply tapping on the screen. But the the uh, the thing that makes it different from Impossible Game to Geometry Dash is that it goes to the beat of the music. And so every song that is played on each level, because each level is named after the song, so every song that's played on each level, it's to that song. So, you know, you're not only trying to dodge obstacles, but you have to go to the beat of the music. So if you're a musician, you're really good at the game. <laughs> so <laughs> I think when it comes to, like, B-side um, soundtracks or, like, you know, game soundtracks that get ignored, I think that's my favorite. Just because I played it a lot, you know, in high school and even now I play it. And every song is just... I, I'm a huge 
nerd for like electronic music and dubstep music like i'll still listen to skrillex today you guys remember skrillex like <laughs> i'll still listen to him um I'll, I'll still bop to bangerang or scary monsters and nice brights or first of the year equinox you know all, all those classics that he had back in 2011 2012 whenever those came out speaking of uh skrillex um jake have you ever heard the song what is that called ragabomb i think that's one of my favorite skrillex songs i think i have i used to listen to a lot of his stuff unless this is a newer thing it was relatively newer it was kind of past the hype of him but it was still in i think it was it was his like last album before he stopped making if he stopped making he might not uh i don't think so I know he did something with Justin Bieber. And I was like, I have no idea. (laughs) That might be new, new, like a couple weeks ago. (laughs) Yeah. What about (laughs) you, Ezra? What's your thought? What's your favorite? Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Ezra, what's your your thoughts? What's your favorite soundtrack? What's your underrated soundtrack? I think this kid actually fell asleep. Hey Ezra! Hmm. Are you there? Yes. Did you fall asleep? No. I think you did. <laughs> well, Ezra, I was asking what your thoughts were. What is your, um, what's your favorite? What's your most underrated soundtrack? Um, Mick Gordon, always been one of my favorites. Uh, he is, uh, Doom 2016, Doom Eternal, Killer Instinct. Oh, okay, gotcha. Australian guy. He is? I had no clue. Yep, first thing on Google, Australian composer. He looks like he would make music for Doom. Is it Australian or Austrian? Australian. There's definitely a couple (laughs) A's in there. Um, more, more than you would have in Austrian. <laughs> what about Austin, Texas? It could be Austin, Texas. Is he, is he upside down Austin, or is he getting assassinated? <laughs> I also find myself going back to like the Super Mario 64 soundtrack. I used to play that game. I mean, I play it today. Hmm. I, play, I, I would play that game all the time and i i don't know something about that soundtrack my favorite song in super mario 64 is definitely the bowser fight song um because i think it's i think it's the same for the first bowser fight and then the fire bowser fight but i know the last one's a whole different a whole different thing but the just well, isn't it like the only one that's like metal out of all of them like, yeah, it's like, it's, uh, it's it's a like hard the, rock. The rock it's a hard rock beat, and I bop to that. It's it's definitely a hyper. So me being you know a musician, I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna start my sentences with that phrase throughout this whole podcast. Just watch <laughs> for the rest of time. Yeah, for the rest of time. Me being a musician, uh, that apple is brown. But <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, I me being a musician, I get hyped up when it comes to music like music is my thing you know i can listen to a song and appreciate every aspect of the song um and so when i'm listening to music i'll get really into it and people like 
you know, Brandon, he's like, it's just a song. Why are you so like excited about it? It's because I I'm passionate for music. I just love mm-hmm. e- everything about it. What was that, Ezra? What was that? What was that? Mm-hmm. You have something to say, or are you like amening to me? I'm amening. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like just you know super passionate about music. So like every time like a like in dubstep where it like goes do 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 that's like I'm like you know I'm the one that's jumping in my seat going it's good it's gonna come just watch <laughs> you know or like <laughs> you know rap epic rap battles like every lyric I'm like this is the best lyric right here in this song <laughs> you know like I get I just get so hyped over music and. When I played Super, every time I played Super Mario 64, I go through that pipe. I'm bouncing in my, sh- I'm bouncing in my chair because I'm like, here it comes. It's like, and then the music, and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna fight Bowser. <laughs> I don't know. It's, I think that's my favorite song in Super Mario 64. What? I love the way you paint a picture with that. I, I felt like I was about to battle Bowser. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> really good at describing things. Speaking of uh, speaking of old games with great soundtracks, um, James Bond 007 Nightfire. I've never played that, unfortunately. I've never heard of oh, that. Jam- Everyone knows James Golden Bond's Gun music. or Goldfinger. Well, yeah, or Gold Knight. Yeah, Golden Knight. Golden Knight. Thank you. Golden something. Gold dude. <laughs> <laughs> All of the, I mean, 007, any Nightfire, any, uh, any of those, um, uh, James Bond video games and movies, I mean, they've always had a very, like, classical piano playing in the background, it's very jazz, it's very, like, um, soothing, and when it picks up, it has that high kind of guitar tempo to it, and so J- 007 Nightfire was the transition between, um, uh, PlayStation 1 and PlayStation 2. So, like, the first game on, like, PlayStation 2 and original Xbox mm-hmm. um, after GoldenEye, because GoldenEye was on the... Um, was on PS2 and the original Xbox. Um, and Nintendo, I think. I don't remember what's around that time for Nintendo. Um, probably the first DS. Um the it kind of has all the combination of all the movies that were coming out at that time and nightfire in specific is um what's his face that plays in uh uh mama mia i forget his name uh the actor who plays uh james bond and that's like when i grew up (laughs) in james bond and so nightfire kind of sticks with me because it's that era of james bond and it's james bond music which is all around a very beautiful soundtrack just for the jazz, the hard rock, some rap music in some of the newer ones. Oh, um, obviously the smooth jazz, the classical music for all the evil villains. Yeah, Pierce Brosnan, Bro- Brosnan is the guy you're thinking of. Okay, yeah, yeah, he's... Uh, that's who I grew up in James Bond. I know a lot of people are like, oh, but this one's better. But <laughs> just when I grew up, that was the James Bond that I looked at. And every time, any movie that I ever picture him in, I always picture him in James Bond. It's I don't picture him in anything else. Except, except for Mamma Mia, of course. But that's just a weird one that I'm like, why do I even watch this movie? <laughs> yeah. It's funny that you bring up James Bond because I know my dad just like bought every movie on 
Blu-ray. I have like a whole box set. And like he's been watching them in order. And he's like, oh man, you gotta watch this James Bond one. It's like, eh, I, I know the games. That's pretty much my <laughs> knowledge for James Bond. Besides the fact that he beefed with Lashif and No and Blofeld with a cheek scar. You're just gonna keep going with it, huh? Yeah, <laughs> I said I was. <laughs> Did, didn't you miss that in the last episode? Like, <laughs> Ezra, you're just like cringing so <laughs> hard right now. <laughs> but they're not as crooked and rotten as your teeth are. Um, f- f- fun little story about Golden Eye. I used to have this little like pocket recorder when I was a kid. Like, it was just like this little device that you could record sounds off of and then play them through. I think it was meant for memos or something, so you could like go back to it later. But I didn't use it for that. I was a kid. So I remember when I played Goldeneye, I, I really liked the gunshot sound effects. Like whatever gun you had, I liked the sound effect. Because it wasn't like an actual gunshot, it was like, you know, the cheap cartoon, like the BRONKS kind of sound effect. Um, and so. I used to take the recorder and I would hold it up to my TV speaker, fire the gun and quickly record and then let go after I fired the gun. And then I'd walk around with my recorder and be like, like I'd play it back (laughs) and pretend that I was shooting things. I mean, it had a pretty good speaker. You're such a wholesome kid. (laughs) (laughs) It had a pretty good speaker. So like, yeah, I could, it's, it sound, you, you could hear it. It's not like you were 10 feet away and you're like, what did that thing do? You're like the kid from a 90s movie where you're just like walking around with a Walkman or something like that, like recording sounds and like (laughs) archiving them. So you have like an archive of all kinds of weird sounds. (laughs) I was the the soundboard before soundbirds even existed, okay? Like, record some guy with a deep voice. Hey, can you real quick just say in this microphone, that was easy? (laughs) Invents the easy button. I always tell people I belong in the, like, my childhood belongs in the 90s. But unfortunately, I was born 10 years later, so. So what you're saying is you were born in the wrong generation? Yeah. But I'm not like those (laughs) people that are like, Oh, I belong in the 70s. I belong in the 50s. Because everybody says either the 80s or the 70s. And it's like, I belonged in the 90s, okay? That's where I was. That's where my prime time should have been, was in the 90s. I loved the 90s. Like, I, you know, whatever whatever I read upon about the 90s, like, I love it. Everything, that's kind of when everything started, was in the 90s. You know, like, your internet, your video games. I mean, I know we had this stuff early 80s whatever but like that's when things started to blow up was the 90s because the internet was like 93 um and you didn't have your i mean you had your arcades back in the 80s but you didn't have like you 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 got better games in the 90s you were like look at me playing a super mario 64 pokemon red (laughs) that's another game that i can appreciate the soundtrack to and i think it goes for everyone is like the Pokemon soundtrack. Even even the anime. Like the theme song. The original theme song. If you if you can't sing the original theme song word for word, you're a big disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not 
I'm not that much of a Pokemon. Mind <laughs> you, if you haven't actually watched the anime growing up, then that's fine. But like, if you did and you can't sing the theme song word for word, you better. Uh... Well, everybody knows the Pokemon theme song. I mean, everybody knows it. I mean, it's it's an iconic thing. What people don't know is the other theme songs to the other s seasons. Because every season they change the theme song. And a lot of people didn't know that. Everybody still thinks it's, I wanna be the very best in it. But it's not. Everyone <laughs> knows the most important one from season 29. Cella B-R-A-T. That was the end credits song for the fourth Pokemon movie. No, it was the seventh. The fourth. Uh-oh, nerd bait time. <laughs> Poke that movie is literally called Forever. No, it was Pokemon the movie 17 ever. Oh, yeah. You're right. Y you're right. I, I remember 17 ever. What about you, Nick? See? You remember watching Pokemon 17 ever? No, I'd... Pokemon... Okay, you get past the original 150, 151... Exi... The name of that doesn't exist! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> I played... I played Pokemon Yellow. I had a, an original copy of Pokemon Yellow, and I had an original copy of Pokemon Blue. That I got from my uncle. Now here's a date. Here's a date me for me. So, Pokemon I, I played on a uh, Game Boy Color. No, you. And the Game Boy Color was a purple one. You didn't have the Pikachu one. I didn't have the Pikachu one. I didn't have the um like the big thick one. I had the color um because the there was like a clear purple, and then there was a purple, and they're like. As far as I remember, the purple one is, like, the the rarest that you can get that's not, like, an ultra, like, hard-to-get one, especially nowadays. But, like, the common colors were, like, yellow, I think it was yellow and white. Or or yellow and Nintendo gray, which would be, like, yeah. the 64 gray. Yeah. Were, like, the two common colors, and purple was, like, the, the kind of taboo rare color. So I had the purple one, and, um... I ended up getting the same color purple Game Boy Advanced when the Game Boy Advanced was up. Because I think there was like the clear gray Game Boy Advanced. Um, and I'm talking about the sideways Game Boy Advanced, not the flip one. The, um, the, which is when I played Leaf Green. The flip was one on the is, Game Boy Advance. The proper term for the flip one is Game Boy Advanced SP. Yeah, I did not have an SP. <laughs> um, Just a... Well, I had an SP for a little bit. I had a SP that I borrowed from a friend for like a couple of months. It was a silver one, but I played on the my very first job I ever got. I went out and bought a Game Boy Advanced, the sideways one, and so a copy of Leaf Advanced. Green, which was funny because my first paycheck was seventy dollars, and twenty of that was the Game Boy itself, yeah. and forty of that. Was the Pokemon Leaf Green? Leaf Green? So, the Jeez. <laughs> so, so the game itself cost more than the Game Boy, which was hilarious in itself. But that's literally, I mean, Leaf Green only, uh, and it was the 
it was the uh like first copy of leaf green so it didn't even have like the sevi islands and stuff right um so i've only experimented with the original 150 pokemon like gaming wise um i started to get a little bit into emerald when i discovered emulators so i played a little bit of emerald i played a little bit of gold and silver my problem with gold and silver was that um with a with emulators to get like DS emulators because to play like Hard Gold and Soul Silver um, required a DS. Whereas if you played on a Game Boy Color D- a simulator, it was the old um, sprite style, uh, like the retro sprite st- yeah. style um, Pokemon for Gold and Silver. Yeah. And so um, I didn't play that one as much, but uh, I played Emerald. And you can link up with like Emerald and. Uh, Leaf green after you completed all this stuff. So I experimented with that, but beyond that, my Pokemon knowledge is ju- it's just the video games. I barely watched the show. I barely watched the um, movies at all. Uh, and so I could tell you about nothing about Pokemon. Uh, and when it comes to soundtracks, I mean, um, now correct me if I'm wrong on this, but there's supposedly like a like a stipulation going around with. Um, I forget what the purple city is called from the Lavender original Town. ones, where they had to like ban this Lavender Town. They they had to ban the music from that because it was like the original, it was causing people like depression. The original Game Boy, like from Red and Blue. So on the original Game uh, Boy, Red and Green, or Red and Green. Um, the original original soundtrack for for that song. The I think it was like how the frequency of some of the notes would affect the person's brain, um, leading them to depression and even suicide. So, um, if it, I rem- that's crazy. If I remember correctly, that ended up being rumors, and it wasn't what it really thing. what it really was was the uh like the binaural frequencies in lavender town red and green version um they were they just caused like pretty severe ear strain especially for people with like young very sensitive ears yeah and so when it came to america they fixed it here's something i think that's cool though here's something for you nick did you know there's Two different kinds of Game Boy Advanced SPs. Huh? Uh, uh oh. No, there, I did not. There's the AGS001, which I believe is the one with the with no backlight screen, and then there's the. Or no, no, it's the 00 AGS001 is the one with a just a backlight screen so like there's a switch in the back that lights up the screen and then there's the ags 101 which has a full-on front lit screen where you can see it better i did not know this yeah it looks so here's much a, better yeah here's no, it does. Thing to, here's another thing to date me then i guess another uh <laughs> Makes me feel old. Uh, I used to have to buy a separate light for my Game Boy Color that would let me see it in the dark. So it was like a light that shined onto the thing made Game by Game Boy, Boy Colors. That you could plug into it. Yeah, Game Boy. Oh Colors my gosh, that lights. attachment. Yeah, Game Boy Colors didn't have a light on it. 
So you would need yep. to get a light or play it in a lit room. It was, it was a separate, yeah, yeah. Well, you had to buy a separate, like, Game Boy attachment to yep. let you see in the dark. And I actually had one of those. I was one of my <laughs> only friends. So, like, three of my friends had Game Boy Colors, and I was the only one with a cable so that we could connect to each other. A link cable. And I was the only one with all of the cool light accessories. So I had, like... I had like a thousand hours on that Game Boy Color versus like all my friends who only had like 40. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought I had all the cool accessories and trinkets from Nintendo, but you had the light. Pfft, man, you beat me. Well, after, I mean, no, I, you, if you had a, if you had a DS and you had anything for a DS, well, you I'm probably had about, more than me. I'm talking about like even the N64 stuff. Like, I had a. That little pack that you stick in the back of your controller so you can play your Game Boy games on it. More specifically for like... Oh my goodness. For Pokemon Stadium, you could plug in your... Your, uh... Your Pokemon Red and like play Pokemon Red on Stadium. <laughs> I think they had that for... Uh, the GameCube also when you played Pokemon Channel. There's a game called Pokemon Channel. And you just, you, you play a guy that's just, you know, vibing in a house with Pikachu. That's all you do in the game. You just, like, chill in this house. It's <laughs> like Pikachu's house. And you're just there to visit Pikachu. And, like, you buy him crap off the TV. Like, you're watching TV. That's all you do. You just sit there and watch TV. And you, like, buy him stuff to upgrade his house with, like, the money you can get from... I have no idea what. You can, like take the bus and go to parks and sometimes you'll find like Magnemite holding a camera with Meowth and you'll appear on the news and then you can go home after that and turn on the TV and see yourself on the news and Pikachu gets really excited because he's like I can see myself on the news <laughs> it's it's one of like the best spin-off Pokemon games that exist if none of you have a GameCube or Pokemon channel I recommend getting something like that, maybe a Pokemon Channel emulator for your computer, because Pokemon Channel is a good time. Yes. You, you just sit I there. I love Pokemon Channel. You just sit there and watch TV with Pikachu. That's it. There's no <laughs> no fighting, no nothing. You're just chilling. Watch TV. Go to the park. Play in your backyard. Take a bus. Okay, we got <laughs> we got new Pokemon Snap, new Pokemon Channel. Yeah, exactly. Come on, step up your game, Pokemon Company. Please, that would be so good. Give us a new Pokemon Channel for the Switch. Speaking of I Pokemon, feel like oh, go Nick. I was just gonna bring up one last topic. Is like the only way that I think the the way that they throw that in there is they go Pokemon Go, and like if you watch your TV. With your Pokemon, you, like, get rare candies for it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like, yeah, look, it's trans. Niantic is going to get TV sponsorships, and that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I miss, I miss the years where I just, like, put hundreds of hours into Pokemon Go. I'd, like, come home from school, turn on my GameCube. I mean, not Pokemon Go, Pokemon Channel. I come home from school, turn on my GameCube, and just like forget about homework. I'm watching TV with Pikachu tonight. 
Yeah. <laughs> and it was like always the same seven shows or whatever. You'd get like the Wobbuffet quiz. You'd get like the Squirtle shop. That's where you bought your stuff from. Um, there was like Smoochum's dance lesson. So, you know, Smoochum taught Pikachu how to dance through the TV. There's like Smeargle's paint lesson, so you could paint stuff with Smeargle. Oh, and then there was the Pichu Brothers! Oh my goodness! Remember the Pichu Brothers, Ezra? Yes, I remember the Pichu Brothers. There's this legit animated series that they threw in the game called the Pichu Brothers. And every day in the game, you would unlock the next episode and you get to watch it. It was like the coolest mini-series ever, and it was an actual like animated show where you would, like, the, you'd watch it, like you're watching the Pichu Brothers. And then, at the last episode, everyone in the game was invited to the show, and you would show up to the party, and you'd, like, the last episode would be how the game ended or something like that. I don't remember, but it was a big celebration, and everybody was there, and it was, like, Meow's birthday. Oh, man, dude. Freaking I remember during the Smash 4 era, specifically, um, I had- that was around the time when I had Pokemon Channel, and had been playing it, and one of my main thoughts was, Hey, what if Pichu Bros as a DLC character? You get Pichu back, and you get technically a new character. Yeah, that would be dope. Um, we totally went off tangent of soundtracks. Pokemon channel. <laughs> Sorry, Nick, we stole your thunder. Nick. He has died. What, what? Why is everybody dying? I didn't die. I just fell asleep for 10 minutes. Yeah, you did, you nerd. Um, but speaking of Pokemon, uh, have, have you seen Cleavor? I sent him to you. Oh, wait, did you? Yes! Are you sure you sent Cleavor to me? I am 100% positive! Let me scroll up here real quick. You did not send me Cleavor. Yes, I did. Yesterday at 8.03 a.m. I said, oh, Scizor Evo, and then next I said, You busy? Oh, wait, there it is. I, f I see it. It's Cleavor. I found him all by myself. Yeah. Sorry, my dog was acting up. Your dog? And then my doge. Understandable. I have a dog, for those who don't know. Her name's Millie. Absolutely She's a, hates me. Absolutely hates Jake. Um, she's a Border Collie Pitbull mix. Um, and she barks at every little shadow that seems intimidating, including Jake. You're gonna get thousands of girls now commenting on Twitter. Oh my god! <laughs> Did I just say Pitbull? It's not a Pitbull. Yeah, it's a it's a Pitbull Border Collie. Oh yeah, that's right. You just said that. You Wowie. just it's mostly... said that. And I'm like, it's not a Pitbull. <laughs> okay, but here is a real question. No. Why Why is Mars's ancestor so attractive? Why is Gamora? This, this is this is, uh, this is unnecessary. Game Freak, please, please stop. Yeah, we're not gonna talk about your love for anime girls on- We're gonna save that for episode 5 when you talk about anime. Oh, spoiler! Mm, gonna oh, cut oh. that out. 
Actually, I haven't even told you about that. Ezra, I kind of have a plan for episode 5 already. I know you had, your, like, your own plan, but... Anime waifus? Wowie. Well, no, just anime in general. Anime waifus! Because... I kind of want Brandon to guest star, so... We'll try and fit oh. that. If it doesn't work, we can and still talk about... If it doesn't work, we can still talk about anime. Psh, it's okay. If you it doesn't want. work, we can still make the uh, entire episode about waifus. Got it. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm gonna put, like, a NSFW, like, sticker over the thumbnail, so everybody knows. Make, this it, episode make, it, is... a, make it a clickbait cropped R34 thumbnail. Stop! <laughs> We're done. <laughs> <laughs> the only R34 I know is Nissan. <laughs> That's so stupid. Alright, next episode of super nerd casters we're gonna talk about cars because that's a nerdy thing right could be what 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 is classified as a nerd i know we talked about this in episode one but like you you could be a car nerd right so yeah you could have an episode about a car about car it doesn't necessarily have to I'll, be video games i'll talk about the v4 dodge supercharger I'll talk about my Honda that alternator broke. And I'll, ta <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll talk about the Volkswagen Beetle. Are you bringing <laughs> back? Are you bringing back an old joke from high school? Or am I? What? I wasn't in high school with you. No, you weren't. But no, this this probably would have been pre-high school because it was with Brandon. Oh, it was with Brandon. Never mind. We had like this ongoing joke about how. A 1960s Volkswagen and a like current like I think that was around 2013, 2014. So like that era of current. Whenever Jurassic World came out, hold up. When did Jurassic World come out? Because that's when Brandon and I talked about this. Because we were coming. I think late 2014. I want to say. So probably before I ended up moving to Minnesota. Jurassic World. Oh, 2015. Oh, so it had to have been when I came back for the summer or something like that. Cause I was already in, living in Minnesota at the time. Oh. Well, Brandon and I came up with this joke that if you took a 1960s Volkswagen Beetle and a 2015 Dodge Charger, and you know had them head-on collision, which car would win? And I, I came up with the result of a Volkswagen because it was more durable. Like I feel like cars back then are more durable than cars now. My best example, <laughs> and I probably shouldn't like, yeah, I don't know if I should share this with the world, but Brandon and I like had a, not Brandon, some, some person in my life that I know, we had a accident, like a, not even a major accident, he, this person. He just, he just peed on a car seat? No, this person that I should, that should rename nameless backed their car into the back of my car and I have a 91 Honda and my friend has a 2000 something Nissan Ultima and so he backed his car into my car and the result was my car was scratchless un untouched it looked like it 
wasn't even touched. Maybe the sticker on my bumper had some paint or like some, you know, image removed because it's a sticker, but untouched. And hit the back of his car where he collided with mine had a giant dent in it. And so that that states my argument that older cars are more durable than cars now because they're made with cheaper products like plastic where cars back then were like metal and you know all that so if a, pretty much anything before 97 yeah i, mean, I think even like pre-2000 yeah so because i had a similar thing happen with my my 2001 um ford taurus yeah. And my 95 Chevy Silverado. So my Chevy Silverado could pretty much hit anything and it would eat it like for breakfast. Whereas my Taurus backed into an avalanche. Mind you, this avalanche was 98. Or. Well, it was. Or it was I don't know if it was 98 or if it was 2000. And the avalanche looked like it was unscathed. But my 2001 Taurus had <laughs> the bumper like bent in. Yeah. Like it had completely wrecked it um and then the opposite happened when my brother in that 2000 um taurus had hit a 2015 chrysler uh completely broke the chrysler's wheel off um and Ouch. dented the entire thing basically totaled out the car and my car drove away from the scene so <laughs> well i mean uh if I remember correctly, the reason that cars crumple so much easier now is because it's a safety thing. So that they, uh, crumple and evenly distribute the force so that you don't take the brunt of it. Exactly. Yes. In the form of, like, whiplash. My car has rubber protection all around it, too, so if anything were to dent it slightly, that thing would be destroyed and my car would be like, <laughs> I got armor. <laughs> Get armor. <laughs> On that a bumper note, car. we're about a minute, not a minute, we're about an hour 13 into the podcast, so you think it's that. a good stopping point so Ezra can get his sleep. I'm not tired anymore. You admitted you <laughs> slept for a good 10 minutes or something. I'm not sleeping. So he's, power he's good now. Let's do a full-on 24-hour, <gasps> for our 24th episode, we're going to do a 24-hour live stream podcast. Hell no, not 24. <laughs> what? I'm gonna go to work. Like, I'm gonna be podcasting at work. That, that'll be episode 100. I'm actually kind of down for, like, a 24-hour live stream. Like, we'll plan it ahead of time so we know when it's coming and we'll take the time that's gonna off. That's gonna be awful to render and upload. That's why it would be, like, Twitch exclusive. I mean, we, we could find a way to do it and upload it. But <laughs> I think it would be like Twitch exclusive, YouTube exclusive, for sure. It'd have to be like it'd have to be like a game night or something like that. Like oh yeah, we play a, games and like do a whole bunch of. St- yeah, we wouldn't something. just sit and talk for twenty four hours. There's no way I could do it. We'd probably like have to be in the same area, honestly, and like have a whole setup. Like a ha- like we'd, yeah. we'd, we'd make a whole event out of it. It wouldn't just be us in our computers because. Me sitting in this chair for 24 hours would not, would not do it at all. Not at all. Do, do we want to continue? I mean, we really, I mean, aside from Star We've Wars. We've kind of only scratched the surface on music, music, yeah. I'm fine with continuing. I'm fine going over our normal Let's limit. Let's go. We can do it. Why not? 
I am now sitting up entirely. So, there's that. Yeah, you won't fall asleep. Yeah, alright. Well, since Ezra hardly talked this podcast... Ezra? Whoopsie doopsies. Besides your um, Nick... Australian, Austrian... World War II <laughs> Nazi guy. What... I'm really sorry I said any of that. Cancelled. <laughs> 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 podcast is over. Mick Gordon is a Nazi. Corey twenty is Jake twenty twenty one. Okay, what is your music? What do you like? I mean, for music in general, that's, no. that, that's a can of worms. Video games. That's a can um, of worms. <laughs> video games, movies, the, the uh, things we've been honestly, talking about. Honestly, Pokemon soundtrack is pretty high up there. I like the uh, Zelda soundtrack. Zelda's pretty solid. Um, Undertale, obviously. Um, that Five Nights at Freddy's soundtrack, though. All, like, five songs in the series. I think there's, like, two. <laughs> well, there's, oh, wait, there's two in the... There's three in just the first game. Yeah, that's not... Uh, Kirby. I love Kirby music. Um. <laughs> yeah, I only got into Kirby because of you. I remember when we were kids and your mom used to take us to school. You had that Kirby game. And I, like, fell in love watching you play it. And then I wanted to play a Kirby game. You made that sound weird. Never played Kirby since. Or ever. And I still want to play Kirby. <laughs> Like... Um, Danganronpa, that's another that I, I enjoy the soundtrack a lot. Uh, Toho, the honestly small amount I have heard, I enjoy a lot. Yes. <laughs> um, Jake, were you the one who showed me that, uh... Asmorena nice than the cool the car song that they made. No, there's a song. Have you heard that? Yeah. yeah so one of the guy, I guess one of the guys made like a uh, a song for the card because they were like having pr troubles pronouncing oh, it. Oh, I might have actually and, like, showed you it's that. Funny. And totally forgot about it. Asmorena Mardika Dice and the cool the car, which is a magic card, Ezra. In case you didn't know. Ooh. They talk about, like, the lore of it, they're like, oh! it's like a development meeting. I did not send you this, but I did see it. So, yes, I have seen it. Yes. Yeah. It's like how to say it, like, the lore behind it. Yes. <laughs> so I guess, I guess Magic has a soundtrack now. A single card has a soundtrack. Official soundtrack for Magic the Gathering. Let's go! Well, I'm pretty sure, like, Arita and... and like the commercials have like a soundtrack That's to them but i'm talking like for an official card like for your favorite commander you've got a soundtrack yeah marin's still my favorite commander but as marina mardica dyson cool is pretty up there i thought about making an asmore deck and just as um Marta battling Kedison it against you 
But I feel like I do that too much. Is like I build a deck. Yeah, and every then... time I build a magic deck, <laughs> you're like, hey, look what I can do. Builds the same commander, and you're like, I can do it better. Anything you can do, I can do better. I can do anything better than you. No, you can't. Yes, I can. No, you can't. Yes, you can. Watch that and prove that you're dumb, man. <laughs> <laughs> you're you you stupid. <laughs> you're, you're bad at this game. Uh, that's what we should do for one of our streams. It's just me, like, absolutely harping on on you, like, just smacking you around with the with the same deck that you built. Just built it better. You're like, I'm gonna build an Asmore deck. I'm gonna build an Asmore deck, but I'm gonna do it perfect and uh, make you cry about it. You know, what? you know nothing about Magic the Gathering, that's official. You think you know, but you're just really, really uneducated, Nick. You're just like... You Dude, I had to I had to carry you in <laughs> in our 2v2 match of Pokemon the other day, alright? <laughs> As people have understood that TCG games are not my thing, Yes, I love playing them, but I like playing them for the fun aspect. I don't think I'm really good when it comes to actually the being side. good. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. Yeah, mm. I like to pretend I am. I mean, when I play with the people who like Brandon and Ezra, I I I kick their butts because you know they don't know the game like I do. But I don't know the I game just felt like you was... do. It just seems funny because we were all on like a different level. It felt like it felt like you and Jacob should have fought, and me and Dez should have fought. Oh yeah, because for sure. that was like two like we were on two different playing fields from the two of you. Like <laughs> you were, we were like someone in V Max and Delta Max and uh, I had a homebrew uh, I had a homebrew deck that did not require VMAX, but but I didn't want VMAXs in my deck. I wanted to stick to pre-VMAX Pokemon, and then you and Dez were just like, we're gonna VMAX it up in this yach. Well, you had a VMAX in one of your decks. No. So, there's that. No, I had EXs, or GXs. Oh, uh, was a uh, What is that name? What is that? Guzzlord. Garbador, right? Guzzlord. Guzzlord. Where were your level X's? Level X's. I remember those, and I didn't use any of those. I bought a bunch of cards I... just for the deck. I didn't use any existing cards I had. I should have, but I didn't. You guys, you guys are gonna make fun of me, and everybody always does by the way I say Gengar. But Gen I had a Gengar. Level X. You say Gengar, and... but it's okay, because I think I like Gengar better than Gengar, because it sounds like anger, and he's angry, because he's dead. Well, I... He's, he's mischievous. I have a weird... He's angry. I have a weird pronounce. He's a little lad. <laughs> he's angry! No. He's angry! He's angry! I have a... I have a weird, like... I have a weird stigma on, like... The way that I say things, and I, I know, I never noticed it because I grew up that way, like talking a certain way, and people don't, uh, like people don't always like understand me. They're like, "What do you mean lever? It's lever." It's what do you mean? Everybody, that's how the British pronounce it. It is lever. Don't associate with the British. That's your first problem. <laughs> <laughs> it, it 
is lever. The English pronounce it lever because of their accent. They're like, oh, we got the most lever here. Ooh, man, we're gonna get canceled so hard. No, the, the British. The British aren't able to cancel anyone. They're already all canceled. I'm gonna put a trigger warning over this. <laughs> Content warning for British. I mean, we've assaulted, insulted so many things in this podcast. <laughs> we're just, we just woke up and chose violence today. I actually just woke up before we filmed the, or started recording this podcast. I woke up during the podcast. He was asleep. Nick's like, I've been up since yesterday. <laughs> Okay, I go. I woke up at a crisp seven o'clock this morning. I woke up at a crisp four thirty this morning because I had to catch a bus. I didn't have to be at work until eleven o'clock, so I woke up at seven. I had some chance to play some video games. I had a well balanced breakfast. I went to work. I had a six hour shift. I basically was on. Um, I was on a, a Theodore Roosevelt schedule today. Like it was a really good day. I had a. <laughs> great day except for a guy did jujitsu in front of me not jujitsu he did ninja i what is the i don't know <laughs> what is the naruto what is that naruto uh they're, they're uh, just jutsus okay he did hand jutsu in yeah. front of me <laughs> and a guy screaming about oh his stepmom hey you know don't sleep on stepmoms they're kind of cool sometimes winky face i had so I'm talking about the opposite end of the temperature spectrum. Ah, uh, ah, uh, stop. <laughs> this is the last... Yeah, we can tell who's actually got a stepmom and who doesn't. <laughs> uh, I'm going home. I'm going home. You already are home, what do you mean? No, we're in a studio recording this podcast live in front of thousands of people. Oh yeah, yeah, say, say hi, audience. <laughs> Hello. It is me, audience. <laughs> it is me, audience. <laughs> yeah, some guy named Audience. He walked in on her. <laughs> oh, we've got our first caller of the day. Hello, how are you? Hello, it is. These nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Something came in the mail today. <laughs> and I wonder what it says. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Speaking of soundtracks. Kidding. That was a terrible segue. <laughs> I mean, Blue's Clues did have some pretty good music, I'm not gonna lie. No, what I was gonna say, um, was, uh, with the Blue's Clues note, um, not just because he recently came back to us, but, uh, <laughs> uh, there was the, um, I was watching that movie about the Mandela effect. I thought you said you were watching the Blue's Clues movie, I'm like, okay, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Just casually watching Blue's Clues <laughs> movie, I mean, not God. losing like two points at all. all right, no, but uh, um, so so it reminded me of the the Berenstein versus Berenstein, which reminded me of the Mandela effect, which reminded me of the movie The Mandela Effect, which the movie of The Mandela Effect makes me think of Star Wars. Um, Star Wars has a great soundtrack. We talked about that earlier. Um, but that might be, like, an interesting topic to go to one of these weeks, is, uh, is the Mandela Effect. Yeah. Alright, I'm kinda down with that. Um... Cause I know we all have our theories, we all have, like, our own experiences with Mandela Effect, and 
maybe some conspiracy we can go into some details with some conspiracy like you know maybe they're just changing the the, the batteries in the pigeons it's not luke i am your father it's no i am your father Oh my god, we we can talk about this later, okay? <laughs> I know. But I had this, I swear, I swear on my own grave. Like, come kill me now if I am a big tripping. Okay, I'm but bringing my knife. I remember, I remember watching commercials for The Empire Strikes Back, and I strictly remember him saying, Luke, I am your father. I, I know that in the actual movies, he never said, Luke, I am your father, but I remember in the commercials. And no, I know this yeah. is kind of weird. I know I, this is kind of weird because the only commercials you ever get to see is of other movies. So, like, other movies that have the commercial for it. But I've been told even those commercials don't even say it. So, like, I'm I'm big brain at a loss. And that's my only Mandela effect that I ever kind of... I'm um, totally down with hosting like, truly, Mandela effect next week, by the way. Oh yeah, we're, we'll we'll get him more into the to the Mandela effect. Some of those weird ones. Yeah, that one for sure. Everyone, that's that's like the most famous one. Everybody knows. I always I always thought that the most famous one was the Berenstein versus Berenstein Bears, or like the Monopoly Man with the yeah. monocle. She doesn't have a monocle. No, I thought that was the Pringles guy. What? Oh no. Uh, so no. Well, oh, no. I think what it was was the no. I think it was the um, the uh, the peanuts guy or whatever the guy who shaped no, like a peanut is, who's got the monocle. It is the monopoly I thought that was guy. Always, always it is the monopoly guy because he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't have. Um, yeah, he doesn't have a monocle, but people think he does. Um, yeah. Same with. I uh, just found like a whole list. <laughs> Jeff peanut butter, Jiffy peanut butter. Don't waste next week's topic. I know, I know. I just like found a list. And I'm like, pe people thought Pikachu's tail tip was black. What? Okay. I know. That's like that's disgusting. I don't think that's something that Pokemon fans ever believe. No, I think that's just people who. I think that's just like. 90s parents during fucking like friggin like Pokemania or something. No, oh, no, Ezra, <laughs> no! I gotta what? post edit you now. Ah. What? <laughs> Actually, it's PG-13. We're allowed one swear word. Or <laughs> <laughs> you're allowed one F word in a PG-13 movie. Fun fact. That's so bizarre. Mm-hmm. Didn't so, uh? I don't have to. Didn't. Do don't say anymore, Ezra! The next Pokemon movie, Pikachu can just pull up and say it. <laughs> Pokemon's not <laughs> PG-13, though. It's... I think it's they're all... PG. I think they're all G. Hold up. They are. Yeah. <laughs> but... I mean, not that it really Pikachu. has a place in Star Wars. Oh, Detective Pikachu. Ryan Reynolds could just roll up with the F word. <laughs> what were you saying, Nick? That's what I was gonna say. No, that's what I was gonna say was Ryan Reynolds in Free Guy where he cheated in the second F word. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
just like, hmm. I guess it wasn't even him either. It was, uh. It was someone. <laughs> but yeah, um, I don't have to edit that in post because. 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 It's a PG 13 podcast. Alright? Whatever the f- frick rates movies. Yeah, the. The ESR bananas. Uh, sure. Bananas. Sure. We're a rated T podcast. <laughs> T for teen. T for teen. Is the video game rate? <laughs> yeah, ES, EM. There's four letters. They're in that. They're in an order. It's, uh, uh ESMR. Is it? I have no idea. What rates? A- ASMR. Oh sure. Yeah, ASMR. Speaking of ASMR, um, we rate this game. That's what a. Whoa, whoa! This game is appropriate for all audiences. Did you did you know that <laughs> I love apple cider? I like to pour the apple cider all over me. All over what, what me. What about what about bananas? <laughs> Do you like when they are flowing down your chest? I need to put that on Spotify. You, this has gone. This is weird. This is we have barely talked about. Music. This is a stream of consciousness. This is a stream of consciousness. This is, this is more like a vibe. This is why we need to pick to our topics that we're talking about, and not go way off tangent. No. Stream of consciousness is the way of the future. I mean, we could change the title to something stream of consciousness or something, but I don't know. I like the fact that this was supposed to be a music podcast and we just destroyed Nick and his dreams. That's what he gets for not hosting when he's supposed to be. It's all your fault. You know what, <laughs> Nick? Just not What? You guys talked at the same time. Just because I wanted. It's because we love each other. Did you say we love each other? you go first. What? I love you. I love me. Ezra. You go. I love me. I think he forgot what he wanted to say. Oh, I... I um, just from now on, just all the time. We we start with a topic and then disregard it for eighty percent of the runtime. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Change our podcast name to Stream of Consciousness, and then Dream Theater could sue us for titles. I mean, if we're talking about music, Stream of Consciousness. Dream Theater is a great band for ever anyone and everyone out there. Yes, they're a beautiful work of art. I mean that's not. Oh, ooh. Technically, so is technically, technically, they are a video game band. They made a song for God of War. Um, ah, which God of War? I couldn't tell you. But the song. I wouldn't is, be surprised if it was like Ascension. The song is called Raw Dog. If that means anything. 
God of War, Dream Theater. Uh, yeah, song oh, called speaking of Blood and Metal, God of War, Blood and Metal. Uh, that's a that's a War. compilation album. It's not actually in the game. Oh, well, it's part of a game, so it, it, it yes. No. Speaking of God of War, um, you like their music. The Incredibles. The Incredibles had a great uh, soundtrack. <laughs> that is a good segue <laughs> from God of War. <laughs> I mean, if we're gonna talk about Pixar soundtrack, I'm, all Pixar movies have a great soundtrack to it. I know. I never like. like I listened. I like stumbled across the Incredibles soundtrack one time where it was like a, you know, like, like I was saying with like the Star Wars was like the commercial on a commercial, like a commercial on a, mo a different movie that came out around the same time. And you know how they used to have like the Fast and the Furious soundtrack and like the Riddick soundtracks. Well, th this one was like for for the um, for the Incredibles soundtrack. And when you listen to like the Incredibles soundtrack and like the little snippets they have on the commercial. You kind of think of, like, in the back of your mind, you're like, wow, this is actually really good. Like, they did a really good job of, like, really upbeat, like, hero music in, like, an old movie, like, before Avengers and stuff like that. Like, they had Avengers-style music in there before <laughs> Avengers. It was a weird, like, a weird, like, slept-on movie that had a weird soundtrack to it, and you just didn't expect it. Speaking of Avengers music... Alan Silvestri is my second favorite movie composer. Is he the one who does Avengers? He also did Back to the Future, Polar Express, Night at Ooh, the Museum, and I think he did like Forrest Gump or something like that. Night at the Museum was a good movie. The Museum movie. is a good movie. I've only watched it maybe twice in my life, and I need to watch it more. Well, when... if Now, here's another topic, and I'm just throwing topics out there. <laughs> if we talk about our favorite Robin Williams movies, that one's a weird one where you're like, oh yeah, Robin God. Williams is in that movie. Oh yeah, he is. <laughs> oh yeah. He plays, he plays a great character for him, too. Robin Williams plays Theodore Roosevelt. <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> what? Dude, that movie's great. <laughs> what? Gross! I forgot about Robin Williams being Theodore Roosevelt. Cause bully a challenge. <laughs> I love competition. Now where would I mount the stuffed head of a Winston? Oh my God! <laughs> you throw in two this time. You're wasting them. Oh yeah, I am. Well. Yeah, you said Theodore Roosevelt, and it just came out like a, like a yeah. That's the first thing that came to mind for me too. Yeah. <laughs> Sponsor and us, bowl. Epic Rap Battles. Sponsor us <laughs> because we are high quality podcasts with a total of thirty viewers from all over the country, and I'm pretty sure twenty five out of those thirty people actually listen to epic rap battle so you know let's get some more fans out there one of us is a loyal patron 
Come on, bring the money back to us. One of us is a loyal patron. Oh, One of us is a me. Okay, then that makes two of us as a loyal patron. Nope, just me. One of them is is an is a classic. I listened to ERB when they first came out. So did I. Uh, well, Jake, Nick. <laughs> um, that's a, a hey. Just throwing more podcast ideas out there. Our favorite ERBs. We could just do saying. a whole episode dedicated to them. I'm totally down with that. Bepic app babble bibbi. On that what? note, I think we did a good job podcast today, boys. Yeah, I think I'm going to go listen to Distractable. Oh. No. I think I'm gonna go listen to um Joe Rogan. Don't <laughs> smoke with Joe Rogan, but don't be slowing my pace, man. No, that makes it three! You can't you can't you're no <laughs> I stole your thing, Jake. I stole it. That's okay. I think thief, help I think... stop the thief! I think all three only... of us should make an epic rap battle line in every episode. O- o- only real gamers get that reference. <laughs> I didn't hear what you said. I was too busy rage quitting. I said, help thief stop the thief. Assassin's Creed. Nope. It's oh, Pokemon Mystery You're Dungeon. I'll it's, show you what, it's what Kecleon says before he ends your life. Don't remind me. So, speaking of music, though, that song's pretty bopping. The Monster House mm. theme. The dun 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 dun. Wait, it, does Kecleon do the d- when you oh, break that was the Kecleon you're talking laws? about the Kecleon shop? I for some reason Monster House has kicked in. I don't Is know. it the same theme? It feels I feel it like might my be. brain. Yeah, it might I feel be. Like because mm. I know it is like just as frantic. It, 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 I mean, it makes it makes your heart stop beating. It makes you go, oh, 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 oh! No, Guess no, I'll die! No, no. <laughs> Those are the no, most no, no. heart-racing moments in Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. Monster Houses and Kecleon Shops when you accidentally step on an item and walk away. Because <laughs> it's the moment you leave his shop, <laughs> that, that, that mofo flies at you. <laughs> Why does he get to do like four moves per turn? (laughs) Why is his speed so high? (laughs) And then I'm pretty sure if you recruit them, they're like really like average. Yeah, I know. They're they're yeah. Dog. That's that meme where it's like boss when you fight them versus boss when you unlock them as a playable character. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) They're like 10 times weaker. You're like, yes, I finally got the final boss as my friend. And he's like so weak. He dies to the first boss. (laughs) I I saw that from Fortnite where it was uh, Thanos doing the snap. And then it said, uh, you know, it said uh, when you're facing the boss and then when you're playing as a playable character and it's got Thanos from Fortnite. (laughs) 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 Do the Fortnite fans. That's so gross. Alright, on on that note, I think we should end. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Who watches podcasts? Me. Okay. You just stare at the... Me.
logo that just kind of chills there. Yes. You're gross. I listen to it when I'm driving. I have driving anxiety, so the smooth sound of a voice really gets me soothed for driving. Give us feedback. ASMR tingles. We now have a Twitter, so like, give us feedback on the podcast. Go to the subreddit. Don't say just stop. We have a subreddit now. So go to that. It's r slash the super nerdcasters. I'm gonna spill my soylent. On that note, thank you all so much for listening. Nick was supposed to be the host, but all of us ended up hosting in the long run. We are all hosts. And when everyone's super... Nobody will be.